He is the general manager of your Calgary Flames on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. We say good morning to Craig Conroy. Connie, how much sleep have you gotten lately? <laughs> not, not much, to be honest. It's been uh, it's been a busy few days. It uh, you know probably all started. Everyone asked the timeline. I said really it was Saturday morning uh, was was the first time I talked to, to Patrick and he he uh, yeah he made a nice firm offer and you know it, it started there. So then I had to kind of circle back to all the teams uh, that I talked to, to to try to see where okay this is actually looks like it's going to happen. So. Um, I just needed to find out where everybody had had the value set on Lindy, and and then just moved on from there. But it's been a, yeah, lots of phone calls, lots of uh, lots of time, and you know, I know a lot of general managers were probably like, "Is he serious? This is happening now?" But uh, you know, right. I thought they were all very professional, so it was good. Um, is the timing inconsequential? Like it it doesn't have to be near the deadline. You got what you wanted, so just why not pull the trigger now? Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think, you know, you, you set in your mind what you're looking to get. And I do think, uh, you know, a little concerned on, on, you know, you saw AJ go down the other day and you're thinking Elias plays a ton of minutes. He, he plays a lot. I knew um, we, we weren't going to be able to sign Elias. So I said to myself, like, I could take that one part out. I mean, the, the, you want to know what makes general managers not sleep? Having guys, UFAs unsigned that uh, have not, you know, that right. you know you have to move, oh. uh, that might get hurt. So that's kind of the way, uh, you know, to be able to get it done now, um, a fair deal, you know, and, you know, kind of it was what we were looking for. So it ended up working out for both sides, and they got a great, great player. I mean, so I think it's a good hockey trade for both our Theirs is going to get the benefits right away. We have Andre coming back, which we think is going to we're going to help the power play right shot uh, fill into Lindholm's uh, you know place on the power play, which which should help and and then uh, to be able to get some young guys and, and obviously we don't know who the picks are yet, so that's you know that's a few years away, but it gives us uh, you know kind of re, we, we reload a little bit. When did you know that Elias wasn't going to sign long term? Uh, I think it was. Probably just before the season, I would say. I think we, we, you know, we talked to the talked to both sides, and and just to see. I think it was maybe when um, I'm trying to think, maybe when Shifley signed, we mm-hmm. we uh, went back to him to see where they were at, and you know, we just we, we, like I said during the whole negotiation, I wanted to come to a fair number to start with, and then we made one more offer where I thought was another fair number, but I had to. You know, I had to draw in my mind what what the value was and what the price was for for the player. And even as much as I loved Lindy and everything he does and what he brings, I said there was there was a price in my mind, and they had a price in their mind, which is they're right. I mean, he's a UFA, and they can do that. So I did feel probably uh, you know right before the season started was when I knew it, it wasn't going to happen here with Calgary. Um, obviously being a guy who's had a very good NHL career, you can relate to a lot of these guys. Do you think Elias, maybe a, a bit of a down season, just based on all the distractions about his future, Connie? For sure. For sure. For sure. I mean, you know what? He was a true professional. I can never, you know, him is a, they, they were all great, but I could tell, I, I know Elias well after this whole six years and we had a great relationship and I could tell it was weighing on him and, and he just was not, you know, it is a lot of pressure. I know what it was like in my contracts years. It, it, you, you feel the extra pressure to have the big year, to do well. Uh, you know, 
all of that combined is hard, you know, and you put a lot of pressure on yourself. And I felt like just when I spoke to him, he, he felt that, that pressure too. So even yesterday when I talked to him, he, I could tell he just feel, it felt like a different, a lighter Elias right now. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, he, he might've had some relief knowing it was coming and, you know, I wish him all the best and yeah, he's exactly what you want in a center. So Vancouver is getting a very, very good player and it's going to help him. You mentioned you wanted to check in with some other teams that had shown interest in Elias Lindholm. Can you give us maybe a ballpark of how many teams were seriously interested in your player here? Uh, you know, like I kind of been telling it, there was, a, there was quite a few teams, probably over, over a handful of uh, teams were very interested, very interested, All, you know, came with offers and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and good offers, but not quite where we thought was, you know, what we were getting from Vancouver. So, you know, every, you know, everybody says, well, how do you know if the trade, I said, well, you talk to everybody, you see who's interested and, and then you get, especially when it gets down to the end, the best offers. And, you know, you feel bad because a few managers, I think when I talked to them after, it, it, they, they really wanted the player and they were very close, but obviously didn't get them. And, you know, that, that's, you know, that's the hard part, you, you, but we had to do what's best for the best for the team. Was there a certain pick or a prospect or maybe even that condition on that pick that helped push this over the line? Well, I think you're always looking for higher picks and you're always looking for, you know, more players and prospects. And, you know, you, you grind away, you ask for, for as much as you can. And then, uh, you know, I think Hunter uh, having the year he's having in the OHL, uh, right shot, uh, high hockey sense, skill, vision, something we kind of don't have in the organization. You know, it's always, it's always a thing. He, he's a young prospect, but he, he was a guy we really, we liked uh, his draft year. We, we know it's not, uh, you know, we don't, I don't want to put a lot of pressure on him, but he brings a lot of things we don't have. So I thought to be able to get a right shot, young defenseman, uh, it's having, he's having a great year too. Um, it w- was important to be able to get Yermo with a, you know, a bigger, good skating shutdown guy, you know, kind of both sides. And then, uh, you know, the picks, the pick is the picks. Uh, <laughs> you have to make a good pick, whether it's the first pick or the, or the last pick of the draft. I mean, we, we take every pick serious. So we're going to try to make the best pick, uh, whether wherever that pick is. And, and to be able, I think at the very end, the condition was we wanted to go, you know, we have the better of the two fourth round picks uh, right now. So I think that would be New Jersey's pick. Um, and if they get to the Western Conference finals, then we get a third round pick. So, you know, those are the things you're you're negotiating the whole time, trying to, you know, you move higher. Uh, obviously, they don't have a second round pick this year. So you're always looking looking to try to get the higher picks. But, you know, in the end, felt like it was a fair deal for both teams. And, and that's why we decided to make it. Uh, are, are you torn, Craig, that one of your bitter rivals potentially gets all the way to the Western Conference final? You're like, oh, I don't want to see him win the cup, but at least we get a third <laughs> round pick out of that. Yeah, it's tough. It's, you know, <laughs> you know, everybody says interdivision. And I always said in my mind, I'm just going to do but. It is hard. You know, it's hard. If you look at Edmonton and Vancouver, those are teams I've played against in my career that you battle. And, but again, I have to take the emotion out of it and just say, what is the best deal for the, the Calgary flames moving forward? It's, it, it's, it's hard to do that. I'll admit, I'm not uh, saying it's easy, but they, they, they're a great team. They're playing great right now. And, and, and I give Patrick and his staff a ton of credit. They came with a aggressive offer and they wanted the player and, and they, they, they stayed on me and, you know, we finally got it done, but it is hard to, hard to, hard to give it to a rival, but you know, I wish him, wish him all the best. 
in that vein, I'm going to recycle a question from 20 minutes ago. Uh, would you prefer the Canucks go to the West final and you get a third round pick or they're out in the first round and that first is between 16 and 24? <laughs> I guess I don't want... I don't even think I have to answer that question. You don't have to. That's All fine. Right. You can play the fifth yeah. on that one. Yep, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody knows what I'm probably thinking. Mm, fair <laughs> enough. Right. Fair I like enough. It. Yeah. Um, how much, just from a personal level, uh, Connie, the trade you made for Tyler Toffoli has worked out uh, incredibly well. Like, Toffoli's doing well in New Jersey, and I'm sure you wish him all the best. A team that has Stanley Cup aspirations, although they're struggling this season. But Igor Sharangovich has been terrific for the Calgary Flames. After he's gotten comfortable here, he's been a big part of this team. How much more confidence did you have in this Lindholm trade after that great trade you made for Sharangovich? Did that have any... Um, any influence on how well you were feeling about making this next deal as a general manager? Well, I think it's always, you know, with Sharon Govich trade, I think what people at the time, what we were looking for is a skill set that he has, you know, he didn't, he wasn't getting opportunity uh, probably the way he should have. And, you know, we thought he had more to give, but that's it coaching you know you know how you get caught up in the lineup you're you're in a good spot or not and I always think back to LA the one year I had a really good year uh, 66 points they made a coaching change Mark Crawford came in and hey you know what it, it, it didn't work with him and I and I think in the next 50 games I had like 15 points the next year <laughs> I'm like I wasn't a bad player I didn't think and then I got lucky to get traded back to Calgary and in the last 28 I think I you know I had over 20 points that year so it wasn't it's just about opportunity putting people in a position to have success and you know that's what I thought with Sharon Govich and you know you're, you're kind of trying to figure him out when he first got here but now he's kind of hit hit his stride and we you know everyone gets to see what he can do in his skill set and what he does in the shootout I mean those are all things that we took in consideration and and I think when you look at Andre he, he he's been he was on a great situation last year he got to play first power play with all those top players in Vancouver and he produced you know this year a new coach came in and he didn't get that same opportunity so when we talked to him we talked about opportunity playing with good players and uh, you know his skill set is something we need now you know it's it, it's like when Sharon Govich came in it took a little time we hope now in the middle of the season hope it happens sooner than later but he's going to get a great opportunity here and, and that's what he was looking for so that's why he he signed up off on his uh, no trade to, to calgary uh obviously um elias leaving uh leaves a big hole down the middle of the ice uh connie who's playing center ice for your team in boston uh coming up after the break <laughs> That's a great question. It is a huge hole. It's a huge. I mean, it's hard to uh, to fill what Elias did for us, and and that's where you know the two guys I look at right now are are Nas and 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 Backlund. I mean, those guys are gonna as much as they play, they're gonna play more. We're gonna be called. But the one thing I love about both those guys, they're up for the challenge. I know they are. I know their personalities, so they're gonna play a ton. Uh, Kevin Rooney's back playing in the American League right now. Cole Schwent. Um, you know, I, we've had guys that Martin Postasol's played center. You know, he, he if you ask him, I bet you if you got him on the phone today, he would say he wants to play center at some point. So, you know, there's going to be some options. It's not going to be Elias Lindholm, which, you know, even I don't know if everybody remembers when Elias came. He really was uh, on the right side with Johnny and Monaghan. And 
then we moved him into center. So we have, we have some decisions to make. There's not a, an easy answer for it. I think it might take a little bit of time to figure out who's going to be that center spot, but uh, I really expect uh, Kadri and Backlund to, to step up and there it's going to be a lot of work for him down the stretch here. Uh, did you manage to do this deal from like a pool bar, like where a lot of your players are right now, or has this just been all work for Craig? Uh, yeah, I said everyone else is somewhere nice. I, I was just at, at the dome and my window was off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 and my office is cold too, so I wasn't oh. even warm in there. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, I was going to go to, I was actually going to go down to watch the Wranglers in Palm Springs. And then uh, mm. with everything that kind of started happening, I just thought it was easier to work right from the, yeah, I did. I was hoping to get away too, but it, it didn't didn't work out that way. <laughs> Craig, I know we talked about it a little bit when you got the job, and this just kind of popped in my head. You mentioned going to see the Wranglers. Do you miss doing a lot more kind of scouting, or have you been able to keep a lot of that up while you've taken on a lot more responsibility as the general manager? You know what? I haven't. Uh, it, it's frustrating because I would like to do more scouting, honestly. So, you know, even I was going to go, I had a long scouting trip. Uh, this this week coming up after when we went to Boston, I was going to go to the Beanpot game and then go to Plymouth, but it just other things always come up in in this position. Yet you, you have to, but you have to just say, okay, I have to be with the team for this and this reason. But moving forward, I do think it's going to be a big part of me because I do miss it, and uh, I watch a lot of stuff on video, but it's not the same. It really isn't. So hopefully, uh, you know, as we move forward here, I'll get out and see some of these, especially I want to see the the first rounders and maybe, maybe the top 40 guys on our list. Uh, if I could see them all live would be perfect, but I do, I do miss that part because it's a fun part. You know, I just love, I just enjoy going to games and watching players. Um, Connie, did you get a text, uh, an angry text from like an Elliot Friedman, a Sportsnet executive going, Hey, why can't we wait for the deadline for these moves? I know. I know. Well, you, you know when you make them early, they, they're, they're never. It's never exciting for anybody. Everybody's upset. It's uh, it's one of those where you're like, I know everybody wants it the last day, but for me, with with everything going on, I think just to get it done and get ahead of it. And I, I give Vancouver credit. They wanted to get the player and get him playing, get have him longer, and really get him integrated in their team, which which makes sense to me actually. But yeah, I can see. You know, most fans love uh, my uncle. You used to take the whole trade de- de- deadline day off to watch the whole thing, so I know how important it is to to everybody in Canada. You know, that's a, it's a big deal. Craig, how important was it to not have to retain any salary in this deal? Well, I mean, you're always looking not to retain salary, but again, we still have the three retentions, so so that's important. You know, and and you don't know how other deals are going to work. And I do know a lot of teams are up against the cap. So, you know, for us to still have those kind of bullets in the chamber for retention, it was, was big. You know, I, I said that with the Zadorov trade and it, it's the same, it's the same thing here. You know, we're trying to do the best deals. And sometimes that would be, uh, you know, I know it's funny because I know that's one thing people always talk about. Would we retain money? Well, we've never said we wouldn't. We just have to do it when it makes, makes the most sense. Craig Conroy is the general manager of the Calgary Flames. Connie, uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Terrific stuff. And uh, we'll hopefully talk to you again real soon. Thanks for this. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a great morning.